It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. It is Tuesday night. It's just after 9 p.m. It's the off season, but it's time to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I am behind the steel curtain. Co-editor Dave Schofield coming at you and with me, as always, Big Brother Rich, how's it going tonight, Big Bro Sco? It is going. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. And let's talk Steelers. Okay. Let's talk Steelers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So here we go. Hey, we had a lot of fun last week, so we're going to kind of keep it a little bit of a similar theme this week with what we're doing. Well, I just realized I'm looking at myself in the no, screen and just realized my, hel- no, my helmet's falling theme. down. Not, not theme. <laughs> no. Format. So, um, Format. You're yeah, a yeah. similar format. Not, See, not and that's why you're here to keep me in line. Yeah, it's a similar format to last week. We're not we're not going to be tackling yeah. the same things. Last week we talked about you know who we thought could be the team MVP this year. Um, that was a lot of fun. If you didn't catch that, make sure you go back and and catch it. We got to do some questions at the end. That was a lot of fun when we get to questions. Hopefully, we'll have time to do that again um, this week. But in order to do that, we've got to get rolling through stuff. Now, um, there's when it comes to Steelers news, the only thing to talk about now is really OTAs, as much news as we can get from them. But the big news with OTAs today was one Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger spoke to the media after OTAs. He was the, the player scheduled to talk. So, of course, when Ben talks, people listen. So I even know like uh, Brooke Pryor, who covers the team for ESPN. She's like, yep, I know Ben talked today. They want me to be on Sports Center. You know, anyone else, it doesn't matter. But Ben Roethlisberger talked. People listen. 
Um, did you get to did you get to check out? We we put some of his quotes on the OTA tracker um, that we do. Yes, I saw I, um, I saw the OTA tracker today. Yes, yeah. So in case you want to want to talk about, we do an article. It comes out at like twelve thirty every day. That's an OTA tracker that as news is coming out about OTAs, uh, we put it up there. The the media that's there, they're not allowed to report anything until practice is over. So practice finishes around noon. So then things start trickling in. There wasn't much to start because everyone was focused on Roethlisberger speaking and then other stuff started to come in. Lots of cool video clips and whatnot all in one place. If you if you don't know how to find that, make sure you check that out at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. But we put some of these quotes in this article, and I'm looking at some of them now. So you got to read some of his quotes? I haven't right, watched the video transcript of it yet. I'm going to do that tonight after the show. Um, Tuesdays are crazy for me. Uh, had another softball game tonight. First loss of the season. Still trying to get over it. Anyway, in the bottom of the ninth, that's the worst. Um, anyway, no one wants to. No one wants to hear about that. No. But any, they really any, don't. Anything particular? Any? What's the first thing? Can you remember any one thing that, that was the first thing that stood out to you from anything Ben said today? Um, ben said, "My idea to cut my salary." Yep. That was one of it. He said that was his suggestion. He brought it up first. And I mean, my goodness, who's not going to take advantage of that? So, you know, he shaved $5 million off of what he would have made. And he, you know, didn't mind the Steelers working things the way they needed to, to, to put in the void years and get things down for this year. Also heard that he was like constantly bugging. Don't know if it was Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, or both about Juju up until the Steelers re-signed him. Like he was constantly bugging them, you know, in their ear talking about it, wanted to know what's going on with with, with Juju Smith-Schuster. So he was really in on that one. Um, had some interesting words about the offense that I thought was was interesting, okay? Um, I mean, he said that it feels like their team's kind of special this year right now, but and people are kind of overlooking them. He likes that a little bit better. I have to agree with him with that. Before we get into the stuff he was saying about, you know, the offense and whatnot, I was trying to, as always, not as always, but what I have to sometimes do, I was talking one Michael Beck down off the ledge um, the other day because I had an article that came out today that was talking about the Steelers. They have options to reduce the salary cap. They're sitting, they're sitting right around 7.2 under the cap. It's not going to take much more when they sign Kendrick Green. He's going to end up being their 51st guy. So there's barely going to be any displacement there of like $50,000 is the only difference there. But that's – if they wanted to skimp going into the season, then they're okay with what they have. If they – you know, that would – after the – what what do I say? Practice squad, last two guys on the roster – things like that. There'll be some other little things up and down, like if a guy that has a little bit bigger salary gets cut. Um, but then you'll have guys that also will not make the team that'll have a little bit of dead money, things like that. They're probably, if you look at that, it's kind of almost going to be a wash, um, hopefully, when, when you look at that. So the Steelers, need to, you know, they're, they might have that money, but that's still really not enough to roll into the season. They could use another million dollars or so. And their options are not good. I talked once again about how the restructure for Stefan to it, it wouldn't just be kicking the can down the road. It would make a bigger can. They'd have to pay him more because of the 17th game, things mm-hmm. like that. 
But yep. I was trying to explain this to, to, to Michael Beck that I'm like, because he really wants them to add another player somewhere. And I'm like, once again, I have to say with what money? Like you say, they have options. They're just not great options. I still think their best option would be to extend someone like Joe Hayden or David DeCastro. But then you're talking about extending a guy that's already 32 or 33 years old. So it's not like that's the greatest option. You know, sometimes with those guys, it's better to let to see how they do this season before you try to lock them up longer. It's interesting. But when I was trying to talk about it, I was saying, just look back at the Steelers team that was at the point where they were 10 and 0 last year. Let's not even look at the before the whole debacle before Thanksgiving and everything get moved around. If you take that team and you say, you know, you have pretty much the same team, you'd already lost Bud Dupree. Well, no, you hadn't. He played in week 11 and then you lost him. So it's not like that was someone that you were, that that's a big loss. Yes, you chose to move on from Steven Nelson. You don't have Mike Hilton. That's really it for the defense. The offense is a little bit with the offensive line. You've made an upgrade at the running back position. Um, your other two top draft picks are basically replacing guys that retired. Hopefully, eventually, maybe they will right off the bat. I'm like, if if I could give you last year's team sitting at 10-0 and told you that they had a creative offensive scheme, would you take it? Yes. Yeah. No, no I'd say. No. 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 Let's just put the jumbo <laughs> package in and hand it off. Yeah. Of course I'd take it. Yeah. And and the thing is, when, <laughs> when that's what the Steelers are rolling into this season. They've got all their wide receivers back. They've got the majority of their defense back. They're getting Devin Bush back, if you know what I mean. So and when you look at it and you say, hey, if the biggest problem with the Steelers at the end of the year last year was there was there was no creativity on offense, you're, you're hoping that that's what you have this year. And then Ben Roethlisberger said something today about that. All that talk and all that lot, that lead up was for something that Ben Roethlisberger said today. Um, and he, and th- this was the, where he said he was forced to do a lot of play calling slash game designing on the fly last season. Now he has a new offensive coordinator. This is from a, a Didi Kinkobala of the NFL network um, said, whose system is very different than what he's run lately. And the 39-year-old quarterback says, I'm just trying to do everything I can to, to, to be open to the new challenge. But he also said something else that I'm trying to find here that says, oh, this is not a, a stagnant offense anymore. You know, this is not what you were getting last year. Okay, this is what he said. He said the offense will look completely different and it won't be predictable. Those are the words from Ben Roethlisberger. One, do I like to hear that? Yes. Two, do I like to hear that specifically from Ben Roethlisberger? What do you think of that? Oh, now you're going to ask me? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because you didn't get the same thing and you were hogging, hogging all the microphones? No, that, that, oh. that was a super long setup. If, I mean, <laughs> I feel like the one uh, Tonight Show skit where they sit there and they say, and they go on for two or three minutes and then just to ask a question and then just say, so how you doing? <laughs> So all that was to set up for coming from Ben Roethlisberger, or do you think it's just worse? It, it, a, it there's a little bit of both in there. So <laughs> Ben knows he's got a lot of work to do to get this down. Yeah, and um, but I think 
he does know and understand that it's going to be their only chance to be successful is if he gets this down. Mm-hmm. He's got to get it down. Yeah. Like it did. Like, I think he has come to a point where he understood that the Steelers' offensive philosophies needed to change. Mm-hmm. And although it, it's very late in his career to be doing that. He, I believe he truly understands that if he wasn't willing to do that, he should have walked away. Yeah. Yeah. You are 100% correct. I mean, that's how it's come down to the whole time with Ben. If, if he's not going to buy into what they to saying, Hey, something's got to be different here. This is what we're going to do different. If he's not buying in, then it was the perfect time to ride off into the sunset. It right. really was. And he didn't. So now we still have to remember, we have to, it's called cautiously optimistic. You can, you be optimistic that, Hey, maybe with some, some unpredictability, what the Steelers had going on in the first half and beyond of last season is something they can do again this year. And I'm not talking about the massive win streak. I'm just talking about early on, they were playing well. And then that just didn't happen because when, when the other team has your bag, basically has your playbook, your hands are tied. So is it possible we could see the team that's that, that we saw the, the last five weeks of the season as well as the postseason? Yeah. But it's also possible they could be that other team. And last year, a lot of people were writing off the Steelers because all Ben's coming back from the surgery and blah, blah, blah. And now, you know, PFF with their narrative of Ben can't throw the ball more than 10 yards past the line of scrimmage. You know what? Keep it up. Keep it going. I love it. Agreed? Uh, Oh, agreed. It's like, you know, these guys with their early on predictions of how things are going to go, typically ranks right up there with mock drafts in my eyes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, honestly, I have been covered. I've written so many articles covering PFF rankings lately because the Steelers are on them. And I give my disclaimer so much so that I've copied and pasted it and actually, and actually quote myself in my articles about take as much stock in their, in their stuff as you want to, but it's stuff to talk about now. It really is. Yeah. Um, it is, it is, but what, what those things are doing, they're just throwing so much stuff at the wall, knowing that at least something somewhere is going to stick, and then they're going to be able to say, oh, look at that, look, we got yeah. that right. Well, sure, yeah. when you predict 8,000 things, your chances of getting at least four of them right yeah. are pretty high. I'll, I'll preview this that's coming out from me sometime tomorrow. I did another one. It was the PFF ranking the safeties, top 32 safeties for the season. They had Minka Fitzpatrick at five. Now, normally you think, hey, that's good. But you know what? Then I got to look at him like, why only five? Only one guy ahead of him on the list had ever been all pro. Two of the four guys ahead of him on the list have never made the Pro Bowl. And yet they had them ahead of Minka Fitzpatrick. So I'm like, you know what? Good. Good. Minka, Minka should see that. He should get the recognition for being five, and yet that should still light the fire of, you know what? I'm going to show him how I'm number one. You know, But here's what's crazy. They kind of snubbed all the guys that were all pro. Out of all the all pro players from the last two years, they, Minka was actually ranked the highest. They had the other all pro guys way down the list. Kind of crazy. Anything else you want to talk about from training camp? Are you ready to dive into this topic? Um. I have talked enough of OTAs because training camp doesn't training start camp. for a little while yet. 
OTAs. Anything else from Ben Roethlisberger? There's lots of good stuff you can find at Steelers.com. Um, other than I liked him taking the typical Ben approach at the end of that, not saying, you know, what, not giving anything away on if this was it this year. Yeah. For him. Yep. I like that. Good for yeah. you. Don't take Very the bait. Good. And one other thing I will say from OTAs is that he had his receivers there today. Yes. It's almost like they're cycling through different things of what was stuff um, that uh, Michael Beck was, was actually bringing that up to Jeff Hartman and I saying, it's almost like they're scheduling who's going to be there for certain things. I don't know if that's the case or not, but all you can do is keep checking out, seeing, seeing how they're looking, seeing there how it's go. going before. I mean, you've, you've got that, then you've got mandatory mini camp coming up and then guess what? Then you'll get like six weeks of nothing until, until training camp hits. So what we're going to talk about tonight is we are going to look at which Steelers we think will make the biggest jumps in improvement for the 2021 season. Now, it could be that we are talking potentially that we know, like it might be a player that like, hey, they could, they're could they set up to make a really big jump, and let's see if it happens. And we'll talk about how confident we are and whether or not they will, but it's who's – who do we see making a big jump? Like I said, I have some guys on my list. That I'm like, they're going to have an opportunity to really make a jump. I just, I hope they grab it. I hope they grab it. You ready to do this? We're, we're, we're doing a top five again. We're counting them yes. down. Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm prepared. Yep. Enough. You're prepared enough. That's how I feel. You ready? Give me your number five, yeah. Rich. Number five. You're going to laugh. You might laugh at mine too. Okay. Yep. Um, you, you may say, how in the world do you put this in here? But seeing how you, we were just talking about him being sl slighted a bit, uh, my number five would be one Minka Fitzpatrick. Really? You're yes. going to have the all pro even. I know. I know what you're saying. Cause you talked about him last week with MVP. Um, yes. I, I know what you mean. I can see that. Do you think like, it's ego, that like I see yeah. him and by jump, I'm, his jump is going to be the jump in the splash plays. They're going to come back like they did, like they were two years ago. That was my question. Do you see him jumping really in his play, or do you think he's going to mainly be be jumping in his statistics? Yeah, it's going to be in the statistics, but in particular the the you know those splash plays, those things that are going to end up on highlight reels. Um, you know th those. Those Troy Palomalu type moments. Yeah, okay. Um, I think we're going to see more of those out of Minka Fitzpatrick this year. All right. Uh, you know what? I love it. I didn't even think of Minka for this. I really didn't. I, 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 I like the thought. I like where you're going. Well, My number uh, five. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Nope, that's all right. You go ahead because okay. I'll, I'll come back and talk on that a little bit later. My number five is crazy because my number five is either is, should it be someone that you either put way up the list or I was going to intentionally leave him off. And then I decided he's number five for this reason. And it, it takes what? an explanation. What? It's going to be a Dave answer because I have huh? to explain. And okay, that is one. I'm, I'm interested to see if it's somebody that's on my list. Yeah. That is one. Kevin Dotson. The reason I have Kevin Dotson, but I only want him at number five is this. I'm not looking for Kevin Dotson to play any better than what he did last year because I thought he played great. All I want him to do is to play it for 17 games and into the postseason. I don't, 
I'm not looking for an improvement on what he did because I thought he did that well last year. I'm looking for him to just be able to do it every play of every game because he didn't have the opportunity last year. Now, if he does better than he did last year, fantastic. But that's not even my expectations because I still think he was the best lineman the Steelers had last year. I just want to see him do that every play of every game, and I'm good. What do you think? All right, moving on to my number four <laughs> selection. <Okay. laughs> my number four selection would be one Kevin Dotson. <laughs> yeah, that was like me last week with Juju. Um, <laughs> for to add on to what you were saying, yeah, I'm thinking that that really just comes to then him giving that type of performance for 17 games. Kevin Dotson will go from being an outstanding fill-in offensive lineman to the anchor of that offensive line. Yeah. I, I think he that, can really bring it. the nasty. And to me, that's a jump. Yeah. Yeah. It's a jump. Because not Like I say, he doesn't have to say you could, if you were to break down his film play-by-play, play, if Jeffrey Benedict comes in after the season and breaks down his film play-by-play play and says, Kevin Dodson didn't really do anything different than what he did in 2020. He just did it as the starter for every game. I would and go played every and played every snap. And it, you know, then yep. it's like, yeah, I would applaud. Okay. That's what yeah. I want to see, we go. you know? So I like that we were both thinking the same thing. So that was your number four. You ready? Yes. My number four is one James Washington okay. wide receiver. He is in a contract year. Okay. He is a guy that's that's there that Ben seems to trust now, but just was kind of lost in the shuffle. I think between having a new offensive coordinator and having a big wide, a deep wide receiver room, he could be the benefit of these things. I mean, two years ago, he was quietly the number one receiver for the Steelers when it came to yardage. Yes. If, if any of these other receivers miss a game, he's probably going to see increased snaps. And I think he's going to see some decent snaps. Anyway, I see James Washington being someone who could be, have be, have that byproduct of where his numbers where he's going to jump right up to be right in the mix with the other wide receivers, you know, not saying that he has to go above, but he was, a, you know, he was more of a, a step down last year. And I, I see him getting right up into that group. Yeah. He probably falls more. Um, you know, I really felt that last year he was under where he really falls in that wide receiver room. Yeah. I see him jumping back up into being more in line with where mm -hmm. he, yeah, you know, where he falls. He he's going to be probably your, you know, that third fourth guy. But I'm okay if that's that, if that's third fourth guy's putting up some decent yeah. numbers. And what they got to do is actually do the right, the right personnel. I mean, like I said last year, those top four receivers of Claypool, Smith, Schuster, Johnson, Washington. They, they all were on the field together for six snaps on the season. Six. Yeah. You can't have that in 2021. If you're going to have four wide receivers out there, those are the four that should be out there. And I think you – I mean, and you're going to have certain packages and certain things that you're going to want Grandpa Strong out there pulling the ball in. So that's my guy. So you ready to roll to number three? 
All right, moving on to number three. Uh, number three on my list would be one James Pierre. Ah, <laughs> you probably gonna say Washington. It was no Pierre. Yeah. James mm-hmm. Pierre. Um, I expect to see him make a big jump going into this year. Um, I expect him to push for a lot more playing time. I I just think, um, what I want to say, athletically, I feel he's there. Mm-hmm. I think we were starting to see glimpses of this from him last year to where he, you know, it's taken him a little bit of adjustment, but he's adjusting to the speed of the game Yeah, in the NFL. And I think he's primed to, I want to say break out. Yeah. And everybody say, Oh my gosh, what a steal. I can agree with you there. Um, I just realized I forgot Holy cow! Sorry, we just won our our second game of our softball. <laughs> I had to leave for to do the podcast. Um, so anyway, coming back to this, I didn't give the disclaimer at the beginning that we all instantly threw out rookies out of this picture because we're looking at guys to improve on what they've done in the NFL. So anyone that's, that's thinking, oh well, why didn't they have why didn't why didn't they have a, a big jump from like Quincy Rush? No, we're not we're not doing that. I, I kind of want to talk about your James Pierre, but first I really want to say that number three on my list was James Pierre. <laughs> that we had with the same number. Yes, nice. so I'll go on and talk to him. Yeah, I love the fact. Now people yeah. should know we don't talk about these. No, at we all. don't. I have no idea who's on Dave's list. He has the no idea. The only person I shared this with was Michael Beck beforehand because um, I checked to make sure that this wasn't something that was going to mess up his live mic show. And then he asked me who my five were, so I told him. Um, so that's the only person that I shared mine with. And the reason I'm saying Pierre, someone's like, oh, well, what about what about Cam Sutton? Yeah, maybe. I see Pierre making the big jump. And it's almost – it's kind of similar to a Kevin Dotson in that when he got yes. a chance last year, he played well, but he didn't really have, I mean, he wasn't targeted often or anything else. So you're, this is even a bigger deal because I think I want to see James Pierre play so well that they have no choice, but to play him. that they are definitely going to say, you know what, if we want Cam Sutton on the outside and base, that's fine. But he is sliding in to play in the slot in sub packages because we've got to get our other good corner and James Pierre out there on the field. Right. And that's what you you kind of want that to be forced into happening, not out of not out of necessity. And I mean, for all we know, maybe Pierre can push Sutton for that job. I think that could be a legitimate possible discussion. I know Shannon White absolutely loves James Pierre. I know Jeffrey Benedict says that his film is fantastic. I just want to see him, if nothing else, just really come onto the scene as the player he is in 2021. Do kind of what he was doing before, but just get to do it for more snaps. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anything else you want to say on him? We were on the same page. And see, I was setting up that I was going to like he was going to be my number four. And then I said Washington. And then I had back to back Jameses. So, um, yeah, you, I, thought you might go, I thought you might go with Pierre at number four. And then you went with, you know. Yeah. I, I I mean, the biggest thing, the reason I put Pierre ahead of Washington is because I think he will have the opportunity. The biggest thing that could hold James Washington back is can they, will he get on the field? And I'm yeah. hoping that he does. And I think okay. Pierre's going to find his way on the field because 
I mean, that's sub package football is the NFL now. You're talking about, you know, playing one or two extra guys in the secondary all the time. And if he's one of your better guys, he's going to be out there. So, all right. We only got two left for each of us. It's going to be interesting to see what route we take here. Uh, let's go ahead and do number two uh, now. And then we'll, and, and before we do our break, let's, let's get our number twos in here. All right. Number two on my list. I hope dad's listening to the show. <laughs> that would be one Alex Highsmith. Um, why why the, are you wondering if dad's listening to the show? Because his dad has listened to our oh, show before. His dad. I thought you meant his our dad. dad. <laughs> Not our dad. His dad. His dad's commented on our shows before. We um Correct. Sam Highsmith, he's I mean, he is he's that he's the Steelers' dad. He is. That's that when you say yeah. Steelers dad, that's who you think of. So yeah, so yeah, definitely I'm hoping that that Sam's listening to this because. Go ahead. What's your breakdown on Highsmith? My breakdown on Highsmith is, you know, he had a really good year as a rookie last year. He did. What we are, what I expect to see in terms of his jump is the actual sack numbers improve. Um, and continue home, to see him working. Yeah. Right. And continue to see him working on the um, coverage and pass defense, which he yeah. talked about making big improvements do, during, well that last, that. during the year last year. Continue yeah. to see that work well, and then watch those sack numbers tick up a little bit. Like you were saying, he was always around the quarterback, but we didn't mm -hmm. quite get the sack numbers. I think this year, with a regular, uh, regular training camp, the fact that you're in there now doing OTAs, he's going to get in some of that extra work, and we're going to see a big jump in, in. I'll call it overall performance in Alex Highsmith. Yeah, um, I think I think that's a very great point. I'm going to roll to my number two. My number two might surprise you. It is one Chukwuma Okorafor. That's funny. I considered Chooks for I considered Chooks on my list. I did. Okay, and this this isn't as much as that. I'm extremely confident that he will. He's being given the opportunity. Last year he came in. He didn't win the battle at right tackle. Do you want to know why? To me, this is just me as a coach. When you have two tackles, your left tackle is your 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 pass blocker. Your right tackle is your run blocker. That's just the mentality I've always had. It's probably not as much as it is in the NFL was the way I think of it. But in my mind, that's always what it's been um, from when I played, from when I coached, all that. That's just the, the way I kind of think of it. And Chooks came in, and I wasn't surprised that he did not win the battle for right tackle. I thought Banner was going to win that. But then he had to step in and, and, and start – 15 regular season games in a playoff game mm -hmm. at right tackle. And it's not that he played great, and it's not that he played awful. It's that he – how do I say it? He didn't – like, maybe I should leave the word from my tongue. He didn't kill us. He didn't kill us. He had five penalties on the season. He gave up three sacks. Um, was, was not – I mean, if you want to really go with the run game, no, he was not good. But I think moving him to left tackle, which they're going to do to start off, first he's got to win the job. 
but he's finally got the opportunity to play the position that he fits at the best, in my opinion. So if he can make a big jump and show he's either going to this year, in my opinion, last year of his rookie deal, he's either going to show that he is an NFL caliber tackle or he's not. Yep. The, to me, the reason I'm saying about he he has the, a great potential to make a huge jump this year is because he's going to be put in the right situation, and it's do or die time. And I'm hoping with back against the wall contract year going starting off with every indication that this is the left tackle job is you're the guy penciled in at the top of the depth chart until you give us until you or somebody else gives us a reason to have you not there. Grab a hold of it. Grab a hold of it. And if he doesn't, the Steelers might be in trouble. So I'm really optimistic that he could have a big jump this year. Anything you want to say about Chooks? No. And like I said, I was considering him in my list for some of those same reasons you mentioned. Yeah. So I'm 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 hoping that that's you know I the biggest thing I had him up there because he has so much potential to make that jump. The question for is, me, do, it I came the, down do I have the him. confidence if he will? <laughs> For me, it came down to him or Minka on the list. Yeah. So, okay. um, I can I'm, see that. I'm kind of glad you had him on yours. Yes. So, we're about the halfway point of the show. So, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to come back. We'll run over our, our list, run it down again, give you our number ones, talk about that, get some questions from you guys again, because that was so much fun last week. I want to make sure we can do that. Do our big question at the very end. And that's what's coming up in the second half. If you're listening on the audio side, go ahead and click over. If you're here with us on YouTube or Facebook, hold tight. We'll be back in just a few seconds. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.